Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Lunchbox Live, our virtual UK tour. Today, we are in Skegness with the amazing Mr. Richard Papa Crow and uh, Mr. Don Boyd. Good afternoon, Good gentlemen. Afternoon, guys. So, I have to say, we are genuinely both very excited today that, uh, one, this is the first one of our UK tour and Skegness. I couldn't think of a better place to be. Um, <laughs> really? Um, fish and chips, <laughs> uh, caravan parks, everything I can think of. Is it Skeggy? Um, yeah, donkeys, mate. Donkeys, yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really good to have you on board, Richard. And thank you for being our first guest on Lunchbox Live. Um, we are uh, very honored actually to have you with us. Um, and for everyone, this is going to be regular on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12.15. And we've got some amazing guests coming up, but we'll cover them after because the main priority is our guest today. Uh, Richard, me and Dom have the pleasure of working inside you in uh, Paul Mort's uh, Elite Tech Mastermind Group. But yep. uh, you have a really amazing story. Uh, but rather than me spoil it, um, why don't you tell us your story and why you're an expert in your field, please? Um Yes, yeah, so my story, let's say, or uh, actually in life is what happened. Um, I went through quite a long period of time where I was just a fucking dick, uh, if, if I'm honest with you. Might as well get the first F-bomb out of the way, aren't we? Um, <laughs> people that know me, if anybody's watching, they'll be disappointed if I don't because they know what I'm like. So, uh, yeah, I basically... Um, probably when I was about 24, 25, just went off the rails. Lots of life events, as you might describe them. Uh, dad dying. Um, I took my son uh, on full time. Um, there was a big court case about that. A lot of people don't really know the ins and outs of that. But I took him. I went from a very stable, uh, free life, let's say, um, where... I was able to go out, do what I want when I want. I was living at my mum's, mum rent, that kind of thing. <laughs> and um, I, I just, you know, I just went off the rails. Uh, drugs, loads, uh, alcohol, yeah, plenty of that. Women, all kind of the stuff that you shouldn't really do. Um, and over the years, uh, I mounted up a 52 grand debt and, uh, and, uh, and a sore nose, if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah, it weren't really my finest uh, years of my life. And um, I then decided that things needed to change. I had to get out of debt, um, which I did. Um, now, don't really owe anybody any money, which is great. Um, to do that, I came up with uh just a financial plan for myself just like uh rules and regulations because yeah. i work well within i work well within side rules i need rules um so yeah i need the law laying down to me um, over the years i went into a debt plan got all interest and stuff like that uh frozen um and over the years it took me 12 years to actually get that paid um, so what I did, I did deals with companies that I owed money to. I saved up, got lump sums, rang them up, did deals. Um, and then six years ago, uh, whilst I was still in a debt plan, I went back into the financial industry um, and I was accepted as a, a mortgage broker. Um, if you want to talk accountability every six months, 
have to send my career report and my bank statements into the FCA and be right. regulated and watched. And they, not in these words, but they, they pretty much said, you're a fucking mess, <laughs> but, but you're paying your bills. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's what they thought. All right. Yeah. And, but it wasn't the words that they used. And <laughs> <laughs> over the years, I've cleared all the debt, but I've come across a lot of people um, that when I've done their mortgages, I can they come to me for debt consolidation, things like that. Or perhaps I just see poor habits yeah. in, in uh, you know, their finances. In fact, I, I have picked up on a drug habit from somebody in the past and pointed out, helped them, got them into counselling and stuff. Okay. I just levelled with them and said, look, I know that something's wrong here. Okay. It's ruining your life. Which is it? Drugs, gambling, or alcohol. Okay. And they confessed. So spoke to him about that too, having had my own experiences as well. Um, and then um, over the years, what's happened is I've helped hundreds of people with their finances using my financial strategy. And then over the last, say, seven, eight months, I've just actually had people come into me just to help them sort their finances out. Um, and so, yeah, I, I've, the more you kind of speak to people about what they should do, the more you follow your own rules is what yeah. I've found. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, last year I uh, managed to pay the last of my outstanding debts. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I speak to people not from, a place where I'm looking down on them and their their poor habits, uh, things like that. I understand the fact that you wake up, okay, for the first three seconds of your day, life's fantastic, yeah, and then you remember everything, and then well, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. I was saying to you, wasn't it before? I said, you know, um, you know, no disrespect, Martin Lewis is an expert in his field and all of that, but when you've lived and breathed the bailiffs knocking at your door, when you've lived and breathed, you know the final demand when you're waking up in that cold sweat in the middle of the night, there's that is that realism, isn't it? And that's where yeah. to people in that you've lived that pain. Yeah. I mean, I never, got, I never got to that stage of bailiffs knocking on yeah. the door or anything like that. Um, I knew I got to a stage where the debt was unmanageable yeah. and I just had to do something. Uh, yeah. So I did. But yeah. I was making payments on things. Yeah. Uh, it was just getting unmanageable, yeah. you know, because it wasn't just going out, you know, nights out, drugs, alcohol. It was the car, the clothes, yeah. and everything like that. I was earning great money. Yeah. Okay. And also, one of the, the difficult things is I remember opening a bank account with um, a High Street Bank. And they asked me how much I earned, and, and I said at the time, and they went, oh, wow, you don't need to be speaking to us. You know, yeah. this, this was, like, a long time ago. And they were like, oh, you don't, you need to be speaking to our, like, business management and VIP side. So I did. Yeah. I walked out of that appointment with uh, a bank account with, I think, about 10 grand overdraft, yeah. 15 grand credit card, and another credit card with seven and a half. Yeah. And they, they literally drew up a list of, what would you like if you had all this money? Yeah. And I walked out with this shopping list of things which I've not really considered I wanted. Yeah. You know, and they plant these seeds and they throw yeah. stuff at you, which sometimes it's not the best thing. 
And it's a very easy thing, isn't it, to fall from that um, that situation you're in where you know you've got everything. And I know, you know, I've been saying you, I had a six figure job, and you walk in and you go private banking, and they go, yeah, no problem, come here, and here's your lounge, and the phone guy brings up, and what do you need? Oh, you want fifty thousand? Not a problem, you know. But yeah. but, um, oh, uh, Dom's just lost the power on his estate. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Wi-Fi won't work. So yes, um, that's what happens when you have to put the fifty p's in. Well, yeah, he should have been should have been following your financial advice, shouldn't he? So anyway, so um, I'll pick it up while Dom's sorting out his connection. Um, so obviously, listen, you know, you like I said, you've you know, you know, you're a real life Martin Lewis. Right? You're an expert. You've lived it. You've breathed it. You're in a situation you're helping people now. What would you say would be? Let's start thinking. What are the the three worst habits or bad habits that people need that there are in your industry people need to change um, going forward? Um, it's perception of money. Okay, yeah. so it's bad management of, yeah. of their finances. You know, they'd rather spend money, yeah. uh, and then they miss payments. Yeah. Okay, on their financial commitments. That causes them to, you know, uh, be paying not to have a service or a good because the bank will charge them a fine. Um, they disregard this. It, it can um, it can um, affect credit ratings and things like that. Um, so that then when you're on a mortgage, I'll stick it on there, mate. Sorry, just had a client drop some bank statements off. Um and it can affect your mortgage yeah. to the point where you could be spending a hundred pounds a month or more uh just because you've missed payments. Yeah. You know, it's the understanding that or the lack of understanding that you can only spend a pound once. Yeah. And I, I suppose that, that whole thing of of it, it spirals quickly, doesn't it? If you, you want you to miss that one payment and you miss that second payment, all of a yeah. sudden, you know. Um, and I don't know um, whether it's any different under coronavirus and whether the lenders are a little bit more lenient now, but I'm sure they, they're... No. <laughs> you know, if you go to them beforehand, they may be lenient, but if you just decide you miss the payment, they'll come after you like there's a... Yeah, the, the minute you start missing payments, you go into uh, like a different level of lender where yeah. they're going to charge you a higher interest rate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and... So, and in terms of the, these habits that people are forming or, or the industry, so we've talked there about, oh, Dom's back. Let's see, Let's hey, put the 50p in the meter now, have you, mate? 50p in the meter? Bloody hell. <laughs> you couldn't have wrote that, could you? <laughs> I, I'm glad you're back because I was hunting around trying to find the uh, notes for, for, for Rich. So uh, we were just yeah. talking about the, um, the bad sort of habits people have in the industry and Rich, and Rich was talking about you know, the fact that missing payments and, and yeah. you know, that sort of thing. So, um, back to you, Don. <laughs> have we done the bad habits? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've done, done bad habits, yeah. Listen, because there was something – let's go – I just want to go back a step and I was going to go jump in there. What I want to – what I think is interesting is, A, you said you were a dick when you were a young lad or yeah. younger. younger you, racked yeah. up a whole, you racked up a whole heap of debt. I think yeah. – I think the inspiring pieces, and I know it's quite a, it could be quite a long story. So let's try and snip it to, to sort of 60 seconds or so. But just tell people what the tipping point was for you. What went, shit's got to change here. 
Well, there's been a, a few occasions o- over the years where there's then been slight improvement yeah. and then you fall off. Yeah. Slight improvement and then you fall off. Yeah. And the big, biggest thing really is, right, for me is if you could do it on your own, <laughs> you already would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's that accountability. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the key. It's having somebody that either has got your back or you feel, you know, that you've got to produce for. You want to be you want to make them proud of you. Okay? Yeah. And it's maybe finding that right person. I mean, for me, as people know, I, I joined working with Paul Moore, and there was yeah. there's a story to that. Yeah. Um, if people want to hear that. Terry in uh, yeah, yeah. Paul Moore's shit. Uh, no, yeah. Paul Moore will save your life. That's the one yeah. the podcasters yeah. talk shit, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a story behind that, but it is accountability. It's like, especially with, you know, people like uh, Tibsy. Yeah. He's lost 100 kilo. He's one of the few people, I, I think he had trainers and everything along the way that helped him. And for people with, you know, I help with financial trauma and stress which yes. is important as you know family stress and health stress all of these things that can be treated in the same way the same type of um psychology okay and for me with you what you guys do there's people out there that are majorly unhappy with how they look how they feel and they seek comfort in food yeah uh, to be led by people like you guys you know, I know, Dom, you helped Tibsy along the way. But to actually be led by somebody who's been in your position, uh, it, it's unbelievable. That's yeah. me. That's the key. And, it's and, that- and that's, and that's what, is that what happened with you? You had Morty, who you you seen, and you went, that guy's been in a similar position to me. Yeah. I need, I need to get out. I need to get out and be shit. He's, yeah. he's done it before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I saw his Cliff video, and I'm not—I won't lie. I, I the first time I w- watched it, I sat and cried for 45 minutes because yeah. I thought that's me, you know. So and, uh, yeah, if, uh, I'm just conscious of time, but it ties in nicely with the three good habits because if somebody's, you know, if somebody's in the shit with their health or with their finances, and we're talking a bit of both here, but it, if they're in the shit, what are the three, if you will, three good practices, best practices, what are the three things that they could do immediately to get out of the shit? In in finance, I always teach have three separate bank accounts, okay? Separate everything up so you have your bills go into one, savings into another, and your spends go into another. That way, visually, psychologically, you can see what you have left. Yeah. Okay. In terms of you guys, it's like macro counting. Yeah. Calorie counting, yeah? Um, go through your bank accounts with, you know, standing orders, direct debits. Okay. Look at iTunes, you know, how many people got smashed on a Saturday night have gone onto Tinder and spent 20 quid on, on boosts in the local area, you know, shit like that. Okay. We forget about that. And these, you do that, by the way, uh, I've never done that. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I met my missus anyway. He's got a friend. He's got a friend. I know people. Um, you know, and the same thing there is, yes, you go through your finances, direct debits, standing orders, iTunes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do a food diary. Okay, yeah. You can find 
Well, because I used to own a gym. I used to be a PT. And I'd have people come to me saying, I, re I eat really well, but they're five stone overweight. And you don't say anything, but you're like, ah, you do really well, you know, not to how you think. You'd yeah. never say, you're a liar. I'd always say, look, take away this notepad, do a seven-day food diary, come back to me. Within yeah. three days, they'd ring me up or message me and go, Rich, I think I know what the problem is. And we can do the same with finances. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next biggest thing is save 10% of every penny that comes into your house. Okay. Whether it's benefits or income, anything like that, child yeah. maintenance, save it. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest problems that we see or I see is that people want something. They wait until they want it. Then they haven't got the money. They then go buy on finance or with a loan. So they're paying yeah. over the odds over a long period of time on that. Okay. Yeah. Have the attitude of one day you're going to want something. Save for it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get ahead of the game. Yeah, you and know. then and then and if we're talking from an emotional point of view, where I'd go with that is is instead of going instead of getting to the point saying I want something, and then you go emotions. Do we need it? Emotions rise. Now you're thinking irrationally because the emotions have heightened. Then you trigger the mental. And then the physical comes in. You've bought it impulsively, irrationally. You've already got the product. Later on, now you've thought rationally. You left don't, it need that. don't need it. And you've got the debt to go with it that you can't pay. And like you say, that's correct. Gonna... And the thing is, when we haven't got the money or we're in a diet plan where things are ruled out, you automatically want what you can't have. So the desire is stronger. Okay, So if you've actually got the money to buy something that you want, you actually become quite protective of that money. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. in terms of like your weight loss, you get yeah. protective of the weight that you've lost. So um, you, you become a little bit more fine-tuned and ask yourself the question, okay, I've worked hard to save this money. Do I really want to spend it on this? Yeah. I've worked hard to lose this weight. Do I really want to lose it on a huge like binge? Yeah. You know? do, or do I want to gain it back rather? Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, that's... I love how we've tied finances with help, but it's it totally is relevant because if, if you if you if you're emotionally driven, stressed out, rah rah rah, we eat poorly, we make poor decisions, and if that's got a financial implication as well, we've just gone down the versus the happiness black hole. We end up with a quick fix, lovely, yeah. pleasure, but but later on, ultimate happiness is is uh, is that's, effective. That's cheap, is it? No, Mister Crow. In a in a sentence or so, uh, tell us why you're a financial expert. Because I've lived it. I've been the idiot. Okay, I am not the person that's been earning hundred, two hundred grand a year, looking down at people, thinking, "How did you get there?" I'm the one waving, going, "I know exactly how you got there. I can show you how to get out." Awesome, awesome. Okay. Listen, Rich, um, really grateful for your time today. Uh, really inspiring as ever. Um, and yeah, fantastic to have you as our first guest. So uh, thank you so much for your time today. Really grateful. Um, before we go, though, there are a couple of things. Um, one thing, Tibsy, just yeah. one thing, save Rich Crow. If anybody, Rich Crow, wanted to get some advice from yeah. anybody out there or yourself, um, where could they find you? They can find me on Facebook on my personal page, Richard Crow. Um, they can find me on my business page, which is Richard Crow Mortgage and Insurance Advisor. 
uh, or you could email me at richard at rcfinancial.co.uk. You can even drop me a text on 07790-23567. And what we'll do is we'll put all of these in the comment section afterwards if somebody's watching this on replay so they can find it. Fantastic. And also, I am in the midst of developing uh, a, a program um, to help keep people accountable with their finances. Uh, it's going to be an eight-week program. Uh, it's in the development now. It's going to be a paid-for program, but there's also going to be loads of free tips as well for those that just want the tips. A lot of people, like say, if you if you were already uh, capable of doing it, you would have done. Um, but there's going to be a paid-for program uh, of an eight-week accountability with direct access to me. So that may help a lot of people too. And when's that likely to be landing, Rich? When do you think that's coming? Oh, why are you why are you pushing me? Because <laughs> I know I know you've made a commitment for something like the fourth of March, you're gonna tell us all about it. So I know it's coming soon. It's gonna be some date in March 2021. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, no, as long as we're not, you know, because I don't want to be waiting till April to find out and I miss out. So no problem, mate. Uh brilliant. Look, thanks for the <laughs> no pressure yeah um so a couple of things from us um obviously um we have a free masterclass tomorrow evening at 7 p.m the details have been scrolling throughout of this um wonderful broadcast uh those details will be in the comments as well afterwards and thank you from me rich mr dominic boyd can you tell people what's coming up next on our uk virtual tour Next up, we go to Coventry, Tuesday, Tuesday next week, uh, Tuesday next week, same time, same place, we're in Coventry, speaking to um, the master of discipline himself, Alex Meyer, who's got a tremendous story, um, and we've talked about, we've touched on how, uh, accountability and discipline here, uh, Alex Myers is going to be um, is the, the absolute master of it. And he will give us some great insight to one, it'll be his inspirational story, same as we've done with Rich, but also tying it in into accountability. Yeah, cracking guy, Alex. Uh, yeah, cracking guy. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you very much, Rich and Dom. And we'll see you all for our next Lunchbox Live from Coventry on Tuesday. But don't forget, Dom and I will be live tomorrow morning for our morning boost. Check us out on our Facebook page. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Adios. Cheers, guys. Nice. Cheers, guys. <laughs>